regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features of Sean. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that is exactly the same every single week. My name is Gav mm-hmm. Miffy, and today I am joined by Mr. Matthew Lees. Hello. And Mr. John Log Blythe. Hiya. Ooh, you like nice you. What do you got this week for me, boys? Log? I'm going to take you to the stars and tell you your future using astrology. Whoa. Matt? I am going to talk for a few minutes about a thing I did earlier this week at the theatre. Chatty. Nice chatty chats. He's an actor now. I am. I took my dog to get milked. (laughs) (laughs) And I liked it. And these are the results. Regular features. Regular features. Regular features now. (laughs) That's awful. So the other other night I was out um, with Stephen, Stephen Hogarty. Of the podcast Ooh. fame, and we went to the. I got invited with him to his partner to go to the theatre, and we went to the theatre, and none of us had any idea what it was going to be. Swan in about town. I know, theater. right? I was in Soho Theatre. I'd never been to Soho Theatre before. It's in Soho, London, and uh, I walked in and thought, "Oh my gosh!" It was one of those bars that had a kind of cacophony, like of high pitched noises, just people just shouting and drinking. And I found that quite overwhelming. Was Nish Kumar there? He was when I last went. Well, this is it, Everyone right? Was crowded around him. <laughs> At first, I thought, "Oh God, everyone here is really young." Ah! And then I looked around closer and realised, "No, they're not. Everyone here is just acting very young." But actually, they're not. No one here is that young. Actually, everyone's just dressed quite young and acting quite young. <laughs> Act, acting young, laughing, enjoying. So theatre is the place that uses our font. It, they do, yes. It's fucking weird. I. <laughs> It just reminds me that maybe, you know, me and Steve were like, Steve spotted it and was like, ah, it's our font. Literally the first yeah. one that you see when you go to the free website to font. Yeah. Um, that's, a yeah, love of thunder, yes? Yep, a, a love, love of thunder. thunder. Yeah, because it's a uh, space. It was, Matt, it's you, isn't it, that picked it? Yeah. Like, someone was telling me, because like, I was the other day and I was like, it's because it I saw it again somewhere else. And I was like, oh, it's a regular features font. And someone was like, oh, that's so weird. I was like, no, it's not. It's because no. it's the first font to the venue. I was like, literally <laughs> the first one. That is the most regular features thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> we just knocked something out, didn't we? It was, it was fine. Um, I love it. But yeah, so effectively i was a bit freaked out by that and then also i was a weird guy because i kept thinking i really recognized people and i thought i knew them and i was just that person standing staring at people being like kind of trying to make eye contact with them expecting them to look at me and to go oh yeah yeah we know each other don't we until after a while i realized oh no this is there's been like three people in here that i'm like i'm sure i know that person but it's like no they're, they're actors aren't they You've seen them on the television. <laughs> like, fucking oh idiot. God. Stop you staring at people. Whilst the show was on. No, going, this was... I, fu- I fucking know him, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing, right? Actually, the show itself was, was quite strange in the fact that they had no cast. What? Um, or production. It had no, there was no one there. Did you go on the wrong day? It was It was quite interesting. It, the show was called, like, Work.Text. And, um, well, none of us knew what it was. Steve might have known what it was a little bit, but... No one else did. And Steve was a bit like, I don't know what it is either. And so we're like, what are we doing here then? How have we all spent 20 pounds to come and do something when nobody knows what anything (laughs) is? Um, But the way it worked was that it just had a projector that came up with lines. And then it had like everyone in the room, the audience doing the lines. Okay. 
And how did you know you had to do that? <laughs> well, it literally just were you all plants? Yeah, it came up with like some text on the wall saying like there is no cast in this like this performance. It will be the audience who choose to do it. Sometimes individuals, sometimes everyone, and say so it will be like the audience, and then it will be like everybody would say like read aloud this line. Um, and then occasionally it would say right. somebody now goes up and picks up a microphone or like somebody puts their hand up to volunteer and goes onto the stage and then you would just Whoa. do a thing. And it was really interesting in the fact that it was quite, it was quite obviously very silly. And yeah. um, the fact that it, it had like a whole section at the start to do with the fact that there was nobody there who was in charge of it um, <laughs> because there's no cast, there's no director. And it's like, and it had a bit being like where the audience was asked to read aloud, like surely the, the production manager must know, must must be in charge. And yeah. then it had lines for the production manager coming up, being like, "No, I'm not. I'm just pressing the buttons and doing the lights. I don't know anything about it." So, yeah, it, it had a kind of a lot of fun just getting people to say things. But the idea that nobody involved in actually producing or making it was there. I mean, you assume at some point they would have gone along to see what it, what, how it panned out, but. Just conceptually, the idea that they never did. So you just write this play and put it on and just you never see it. You're never there. Yeah. I thought that was kind of amazing and brilliant. It, to be fair, it sounds... It, do you know what? It's, it would be very easy for me and people listening to this to take the piss out of it. But I, it, I bet it's actually really good. And it's one of those things where once you sat down and actually saw it, you're like, oh, I actually get what it is. But it's like whenever I go to like a Korean barbecue thing and I post a picture on, like one of those places where you've got to flip the meat yourself, I always get these fucking... I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. They live in the Midlands. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> I always get them going, fucking hell, you're, you've gone to a restaurant and... You got cooking your own food. They saw you coming. Fuck, I bet that be like definitely that. sounds like West Midlands to me. Yes, yes so yeah. <laughs> People in the north, of course, are, are used to going to restaurants and being expected to cook their food. It's the Midlands specifically that's a problem. Specifically, yes. <laughs> but yeah, it was basically the room was just it had a massive pile of little like bright yellow Jenga bricks uh, and a printer. Mm. And on the floor, and that was it. And at the start, everyone was asked to go and basically build whatever they wanted with the bricks, and then. Quite brilliantly, it kind of reminded me of regular features because when there were, were scenes, brilliant. and there were only a couple of scenes in it, the printer yeah. would just print out the scripts. <laughs> and then you would just go <laughs> up and get the scripts and hand the scripts to each other and then read read a script. And it ended up being that like wow. me and Steve's other half like were two of the people who were actually in the in the cast out of like five Shut people. Up. Yeah. Yeah. But how many people were there watching? I mean Maybe about thirty. Um, okay, thirty right. or forty. It wasn't a massive room. Um, but it was the fact that you had people standing up who weren't really actors, then reading out scripts, sometimes not that amazingly. And it kind yeah. of knew that it was, it was written in a way that knew that, that, that you'd all been kind of weirdly coerced into this strange experience. And it mm. was, uh, funny. It was quite funny and quite strange, but I did enjoy the fact that it said, yeah, I, I was quite hung over on Saturday and I was like, I co-starred in a theatre production at the Soho theatre last night. Just Didn't because I? I stood up and went <laughs> to the front, as did Steve's boyfriend, and he was he was great. He did really well. Because um, generally, I was just thinking to myself now, if it, it, like I've been to see some bad plays in my time, but if someone was like, "You're you're paying twenty quid, you're going to go watch Matt and Reese," and I'd be like, "That's right. I'd like to watch that. That sounds great." <laughs> <laughs> it was the thing about it was that afterwards we were talking about it, and me and Reese had done almost exactly the same thing mm. in the fact that 
there was clearly a couple of eccentric drama types in the room. And as oh, soon no. as we realized... See, yeah, yeah that's, that would be a worry. Oh, yes. That would be a worry. Yes. Because as Did soon as we realized that, we thought... Well, I was sitting there, like, bricking it. Because I'm like, this is something where people are going to stand up and read out scripts on the stage. And now mm. we've seen that happen once. If it happens again, there's a real potential for the people to do it to be the exact sorts of people you don't want to be sitting watching for 10 minutes. So as yeah. an act of self-preservation, I just got up there and did it. And I think Reese had a similar thought, to be honest, just being like, <laughs> hey, even if I'm annoying people, I'm not annoying myself, right? Which means yeah. like, I've got 10 minutes That's of true, not actually. cringing. And if everyone yeah. else is cringing, selfishly, yeah. I don't really care. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's like it gives me something to do it passes the time oh, I think that sounds amazing I'd love to have done this it sounds, but was, there a, was there a sense of camaraderie at the end of it were you all like good mates at the well, end there was a sense of camaraderie and also there was a thing where it would often pop up to getting different types of people to read stuff out and it was all about work and all about people and so it would be like all of the women and like all of the people who who do this and there's a lovely awkward yeah. silence when it's like everyone who earns more than £30,000 a year <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like getting different people and being like to read out different sections of the script um as it went on and yeah it was fun it was it was poking around with you it was poking trouble but uh in a way that was 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 quite a lot of fun but you do feel very strange to have just been like well what was what exactly was that and, it's uh, yeah it sounds amazing but it sounds like i would be stressed just in case it could have been like, I, awful is the thing like it, if you had the wrong yeah. people in the room as it was yeah, a really that's, sound group. that's what i'm stressed about yeah like yeah. I, I went like i went for the first time to see some stand-up comedy in years the other day and there were just two people at the front trying to do their own routine yeah it, yeah it was because mm. it, it was actually it was the camden head where we've we've played like before and so it's a tiny room these two people at the front j- just kept saying stuff they just kept saying stuff to the person and it, the person is like, it's not even, it's barely a stage. And I was just like, just, they were being really polite, the person on stage. But I was like, shut the fuck up. Like, what are you doing? This is really stressing me out. Can you just be quiet? You're not funny. But I bet you've got a shit podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because obviously you were the stars of this in the pub, in like the bar afterwards where people coming up and going, you were great. Did any of that happen? Yeah, the crowd left Nish Kumar and just sort of flocked around you. Seeing as you're now a professional actor. There was a part where at the end of Reese's section, Reese had a very difficult challenge where he was given some headphones to wear. And then the, rather than having a script to read, he was having basically audio of the script spoken to him. And then he had to speak it aloud at the same time. Oh, wow. Well, I know. And this is why I was super impressed with his ability to do it. Because one, he did a great job of just acting out the scene. But also he did it yes. without a normal script in using a challenge that I think I would have found hellish. And the other guy mm. who was his like co-star in that scene was finding hellish. And Reese was just okay. nailing it. And the other guy just couldn't do, couldn't do it. It was like in a way that <laughs> oh, was very that's funny. Really me out there. It's, no, it was really fine because it was <laughs> the whole thing was already a bit like... There was, a, as you say, a sense of camaraderie in the fact that we had this sort of system yeah. fucking with us. It was, honestly, it was a little bit like Stanley Parable, but like okay. a theatre thing, you know, in an odd way. Right, I'm fine but, with that. But then at the end of their scene, um, the other guy came over to him and held his hand and then like walked out of the room with him. like Because it was a strange, like there was a sense of romance in the room. And then right. Reese bumped into him in the bar afterwards and was like, I didn't get the instructions in my headphones to, to do that to do that and the other guy was like oh no I didn't either I just thought it would be fun <laughs> and it's just like okay fine oh my goodness um, but no I, I did say hello briefly to the lady who was uh, the other person in my in my scene um, yeah. I think she thought I was like 
trying to hit her or something so i left her alone i was just being like oh hey we didn't actually say hey after that but hey and fine yeah bye but again she might have been an actress and she might have been like this guy's trying say, to was there one yeah. person in there who was like a plant like the squid game in it oh bet there probably was there, there was there like some of them that pro- probably you were saying oh the production people just left us to it but maybe they were that like you were actually act, op- acting opposite the director that's what Emma thought. That's what my wife thought. She yeah. thought there were plants. But then once it got going and she saw all the other people, she said that actually she would have thought that I was a plant as well. So actually she just kind of landed on mm. like, nah, it's probably just a bunch of people <laughs> and anyone who's willing to go up and pick up a script and read a script is probably not going to do a terrible job of it. Um, I like that she's like, I, I thought I would have thought you were a plant. In fact, I think it now. Has uh, <laughs> this all been a long <laughs> game? A long time. <laughs> my favorite thing about it was the fact that after I'd gone up and done this script uh, in front of a microphone in a, in a genuine paid for theater show, a bit nerve wrackingly, I sat down and on the screen it had a thing, an instruction saying an audience member had to say the line. And Steve just said it and it was like, I thought that was really great. <laughs> which, yeah. was, which was really quite lovely <laughs> to be like, thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. That's Aww. funny. Um, <laughs> strange thing. Yeah. Um, so what's it called? I think it was called work.txt, like T-X-T. Um, okay. And yeah, it's uh, odd. Take along some good people. And if you're terrified, uh, like me, that, that somebody terrible might get on the stage, then just do it yourself. Mm. Yeah. Um, if anyone shows a whiff of theatrical training just fucking push them to the floor and trample them to get to the stage Kept your not mad, Steve, in my ear holes I did not dare hope for miracles My heart going boom, boom, boom Then they said, Jelly boy, we're gonna give you bones Yeah, some bones Some jelly boy bones Hi, I'm Sydney Girlboss, and I believe that our fates are written in the night sky. The stars are just like a really big dot to dot, and there's goats and belts and whatnot just floating around up there. And it's my job, as the Astrologer Royale, to go in a rocket and chat to all the plows and the zigzags and all that hoo-ha, and translate what whack babble they come out with into bits of advice for the Queen. Mind you, she's off her tiny little jizz box on morphine at the moment, so I'm going to share my wisdom with you boys. She's not dead, is she? Could be. Uh, I mean, no, people think she is. There's there's conspiracy theories, but you know. That's why they're all dressed in black, because she's dead forever. I feel like this should be, it should be like Big Brother. There should be a camera on her face. She works for us. Yeah, but you could just tape a picture of that over the camera, couldn't you? Just a printout on A4. Like the film Speed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's just got one of those pairs of glasses with open eyes on them. <laughs> I feel like they're waiting. People are saying that she's died, but they're they're not letting us know the truth yet. They're waiting until the the world is in a stable enough state to take it. Because otherwise, they think at the moment like people will just fucking lose it. That I kind of want that though, because I do think English people 
will lose their fucking boxes when she dies. They will. Do you know what? I don't get. It was a platinum jubilee on February the 6th and no one did anything. Oh, I think no. people did stuff, Log. I think they did. Did they? I think just not anyone we know. Well, why was I not annoyed by everyone doing things what? and being what? respectful? Hang on, that's no. the kind of thing. Wait, it's not, is it? Because I thought that was this summer of platinum jubilee. Yeah, no, it's later. It's, oh. It is no, she, something she, is happening later. No, February, February 6th. 6th. But she was coronated oh. a year, next year, 2023. Queen's Platinum Jubilee 2022, when is the bank holiday? So That's what w- we want to know. Yeah. Fuck, fuck her. <laughs> when do we get a yeah, day off? I thought they were going to do a street party where I live, which is a bit... Oh, twee bastards. It is. Oh, so the Platinum Jubilee falls on Sunday, February 6th, the date the Queen acceded to the throne on the death of her father, George VI, in 1952. The coronation of Elizabeth II took place on June 2nd, 1953, at Westminster Abbey in London. So February, so there weren't June any 2nd. picnics and parties, because that was just the date when their, their dad died. And it'd be a bit weird yeah. if we did that. Although imagine that <laughs> yeah. if we went out and did like street parties with like black bunting, it could be like pretty fucking metal. I think if we like flip that around a bit, like a kind of like British Halloween, you know, just be like celebrate the death of the old king. I've been playing too much Elden Ring. I'm sorry. I'm just going to put it. <laughs> if, I, if I see any of my friends taking a day off on June second, I'm going to. Ex- well, it's going to be a bank I, holiday, isn't it? So you run your own company. I run my own company. I'm working. <laughs> I'm working on June second. Look, I want you full staffed. I don't want any. Oh, everyone, any everyone's of this bullshit. coming in. Like, every member of staffs behind the bar. The, we won't be able to fit behind there, but I'm fucked if I'm giving them a day off. And all of the punters have to work too. Yeah, right? I'm. I'm. Not, I'm just gonna. I'm. I'm gonna do the most boring like admin on June second. I'm not celebrating fuck all. And anybody who does is a Tory. <laughs> <laughs> Queen is dead. Long live the king. Anyway, it's time to do some stars for my boys, my lovely boys, my regular features, buddy boys. First of all, Libra. Libra. Blah, blah. They say kindness kills. Or do they? That's for me to know and you to find out, you nosy bastard. Gemini. <laughs> Zhuzh up your love life with a pickled egg in the wazoo. Sagittarius. Someone in the room thinks a lip tickle is three words. Make sure it isn't you. Scorpio. A quarrel in the workplace will come to a head this week when you report Carol for squirting on the photocopier. Leo. Pump up the jam. Cancer. Roll 2d6. Score eight or more and your attempts to bamboozle the ambassador will succeed, averting a humiliating diplomatic faff. Virgo. Get out of the road, you goddamn maniac! Libra, want a cool trick to amaze your friends? Buy six copies of Monopoly, so you can make one set of Monopoly where all the playing pieces are boats. Then spend hours trying to get everyone to play Monopoly, so you can act surprised when you open the box. Six boats? What the hell's going on here already? Scorpio! Your tight five on World of Warcraft loot drops need updating if you're thinking of getting back on the open mic circuit. Leo, checking back in with you guys. Have you pumped up the jam yet? Pisces, if your wife says this. Congratulations, genius. You married a fucking penguin. Aquarius, you have invited two Duncans to dinner. Avoid embarrassment by inviting more Duncans. If any of the Duncans notice, just say, I'm like a fag hag, but for Duncans. Libra. Set a reminder in your calendar so that one year from now, you can send a WhatsApp to the group chat saying, 
Guys, I can't believe it's been one year since we found six boats in that Monopoly box. I'm still fucked up about it. Mind, it's been a bit quiet in the group chat recently. I hope you haven't set up another chat without me, lol. Leo, if you haven't already pumped up the jam, this is your last chance. Aries, here's a money-saving tip for you. Stop chucking pound coins at squirrels, you freak. Taurus, when in John Lewis, show your horror at the price of a 600-pound table by saying, that's 150 pounds a leg. No wonder they chucked in the top for nothing. Gemini, swipe right on Jesus, you godless schmuck. He's always a match, and he'll never holy ghost you. Leo, I'm at your house, and I can see through the window that you've not even started pumping up the jam. I'm not angry, I'm just disapp- No, actually, I am angry! You're acting like goddamn Tauruses right now! Taurus, you weren't supposed to hear that. But then again, what are you doing reading horoscopes for other people, you weird creep? This is why no one likes you. Aquarius, how's your Dunkin' dinner party going? If conversation's flagging, here's a few topics to keep things sparkling. Have they ever thought about forming a council of Duncans? Is there such a thing as an honorary Duncan? I mean, not that you're asking to be one, but is there a ceremony they could do now? I bet it's a lot of paperwork, though. But you do have a printer upstairs. Let's make it happen. Do they feel the quickening when a Duncan dies? Just a few things for your Duncans to chat about. Aries. Create a buzz at your struggling hardware store by putting a cardboard cutout of Princess Di in the window, cutting a hole where her mouth is, and pushing cooked spaghetti through the hole whenever someone walks past. If that doesn't work, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe you're in the wrong trade. Capricorn. This week, in the absence of any other ideas, you're going to go for one of the most used comedy formats in existence. A format whose only real benefit is the naturally finite nature of the list. While you will amuse yourself in the short term by breaking that format by repeating things, you will come to realize that this break has created the need for a climax or a punchline. Instead of providing that, you will instead opt for breaking the fourth wall and winking at the audience, hoping that a mere culpa will dullen the sense of narrative betrayal. You'll become increasingly self-referential and agonizing, hoping against hope that the next layer of acknowledgement and apology will bring your damp squib of an ending closer to something interesting or worthwhile. But then, just as people are beginning to come round to this, thinking, if he just goes on for another hundred words or so, this could become tortured enough to be entertaining, you will simply stop. So I took Coco to get groomed the other day, right? It is like a fancy-ish looking groomers called... Should I say the name? I'm not about to slag them off. They are brilliant. And you sh- if you've got... You've already called them groomers, mate, which is basically <laughs> libel. <laughs> if, yeah, if you've got a dog or a cat, I would recommend going to Hackney Barkers, which I think is a, just a shit pun on barbers, but I don't know. Mm. Like, But they are lovely. They're down on Chatsworth Road, and they're really nice. Um... I say it's fancy, but it's because the last groomer that I took Coco to was just in a man's house. Uh, is I didn't pick him, but Clara used to take Coco there, and well, I took him there a couple. Of, I took Coco there a couple of times, and it was just you know those like old milk bottle crates, like the plastic ones. 
like he had so many of those in his garden that I was like, it just put me off a bit. I don't know. I yeah. never asked him why they were there. <laughs> you um, don't naturally come across those. You've got to, you've got to yeah, exactly. That's why. That's why. Also, like, when was the last time you found one of them or saw one? Were of they them? doing something with milk bottles? Maybe to the dogs. Oh, I wasn't thinking that. Dogs. No, I was just. <laughs> I wasn't thinking that. No, really, wasn't thinking that. Not to Coco because she is about the size of a milk bottle. She's so not going to have much milk in her. You're yeah, not going to exactly. fill a bottle with that. <laughs> like yeah, milking the dogs. <laughs> I see. I was thinking they're inserting the milk bottles inside them and being cruel. Oh, you were oh, thinking, Jesus. you're thinking, you're oh, thinking, no. you're actually milking them. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I just think like uh, you could probably grow plants in milk bottles or something. Uh, there's definitely a project you could have no, involved in milk they bottles. They were definitely milking the dogs. All right. Well, you. it's for the best. Yeah. Let's probably best to name and shame them. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it's, I want to point out, not it's not them. Hackney. It's not Hackney Barker's milking dogs. <laughs> it, it is a man called David. There's no smoke without fire. <laughs> um, so I was like, well, we need to find a new place because he, he also he at one point he cut Coco's ear hair in a way that would suggest that he grooms all his dogs whilst pissed. So mm. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's let's go somewhere else. Um, is our local dog barber is called Hair of the Dog, and the woman lovely. in it. I've asked her to. I've had to ask her to leave our pub because she was so hammered a couple of times. <laughs> really? Yeah, she's 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 a lovely girl, but she just she just fucking likes a drink, and she's put that across in the name of her dog barber salon. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what? That's. I mean, that's. Pretty. Does she do a good job though? No, oh, she's great. Yeah. Does she do anything that suggests to you that she might be milking the dogs? <laughs> <laughs> she always comes out of her shop and wipes her mouth with her forearm <laughs> and goes slurp <laughs> constantly doing big milk burps across the bar <laughs> um so anyway i found this this other place uh which i mean it had zero milk bottle crates that i could see uh who knows what's going on out the back i don't know um but I, I booked her in for like a general grooming and teeth clean, right? Oh, but when I took her in, this, this woman who's incredibly nice was like really fussing over her, said to me, "Oh, does Coco want a banana facial as well?" Fucking sicko! And I, <laughs> and I, it was like eight o'clock in the morning, so I was not prepared for this question. Um, but she also asked it in a way. <laughs> As if I was meant to relay the info to Coco and get a real answer. So wow. he was like, oh, do you want an answer? Is it, do you want me to go to Coco? Hey, Coco, mate, do you, Coco. Do, you want a, do you fancy a banana facial? How are you feeling about bananas? Because that's the thing, it's like, does she want? And I was, and I, I generally, I was so caught off guard by it. I was like, I don't know, does she? Like, is that, <laughs> is that good? Does she look like she needs one? <laughs> um, but she, but she, the woman, who, she is incredibly sweet. She went, oh, yeah, yeah, she'll love it. Uh, and I was like, well, I have seen her eat her own shit. So I think the bar for what Coco loves is pretty fucking low, I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> but the woman was like, she'll love it. She'll love it. And it was a tenner. And I was like, all right, fine. But then <laughs> I was thinking to myself, I'm not asking this because I don't think that it exists. But I was like, do you mind taking a video or a photo of the banana facial more so i can see what it is because but also again I, I did say that to her but also at the same time if it was a made-up thing well i'm not taking coco home and going oh how was a banana facial and coco was like mm, i don't know if I think it was worth a tenner mm. so 
uh, like she could be saying fucking anything. She could be doing anything. You need she could to just be like, oh, like developing better you communication yeah. with your dog. I think uh, does she, if, does you she... can't, if you can't honestly just ask Coco that yeah. and then expect an honest answer, then but she could go to me like, oh, does Coco want a pineapple shake up? And I was like, yeah, well, that's an extra tenner as well. And then when I pick her up, they've gone, oh yeah, we've done the grooming, the banana facial, the pineapple shake up, and the teeth clean. Um, your bill is loads. I do. <laughs> so I, was like, I think I just like, looked up banana facial, and the first suggestion is for dogs. It's a real thing. It's well, a real thing. I've got yeah. to say, I've got to say, mm. do dogs have faces? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look at Coco. <laughs> Just her smooth hair visage. He's right. <laughs> well, but you know what I mean. Like they obviously have faces. No one's yes. no one's asking that. No one's no one's asking that question. <laughs> well, I thought you were. But, but apart from when I was doing that. But you know they have like the reason that we have facials is because of mm-hmm. like you know skin and and pores and stuff. Like yeah. Um. Yeah, like you got you wouldn't have a facial on your hair, would you? Like that would be something else. Yeah, I guess so. Like you wouldn't do like... it if someone was like <laughs> it's an exfoliating. You know, because they've just got a lot of f- hair on their face. So how does that what what's the deal yeah. with that? I mean, are you just well, mashing bananas into their into their hair? Yeah. The thing is I think <laughs> and then the banana expecting thing money is... from it before you milk I... them. The thing is as well, I think calling <laughs> this specifically a banana facial is their mistake because what it means is they're basically giving her like a little massage and uh, like cleaning her tear bits where like dogs' uh, tears can sometimes stain their fur and stuff. But it happens to be banana-flavoured moisturiser conditioner shit. So, But I really do think that they shouldn't make the word banana such a big part of that procedure. Well, you've got a problem with the facial as well because you're denying the existence of dog faces. Dog it's faces. not the bananas he's got a problem with. <laughs> I just don't see how you're going to see a difference. Like, well, well we'll feel a difference. So this, is, this is the thing, right? They sent me a video of, of this banana facial taking place. And it was essentially giving her a little massage with some conditioner, moisturizer. She looked like she was fucking that's nice. loving it. Like, that's, nice. that's absolutely fine. Like, I, I don't mind it at all. Um, but like, it's not that I can, I can't ask Coco if she thinks it's worth a tenner, do I? But also at the same time, I, if I could, I would spend every single penny that I earn on my dog. And she looked like she was having a nice time in the video. Um, but the funniest thing was, I was like, are these people mental? <laughs> Essentially is what I needed to find out. Um, because they talk to me about Coco like she's a mate of both of us. Like... <laughs> They're mates with her and I'm mates with her and they talk about her like that and her well-being. But um, what, when I, I had to take her back in this morning to have another bit of teeth cleaning done. And I said to the woman, just to kind of test how odd they are, I just went, <laughs> oh, by the way, she loved the banana facial. <laughs> She's not stopped going on about it. And I should have recorded it. But the woman went, oh, that's so lovely to hear. And I was like, man, I don't know what to believe now. <laughs> like, I don't know if I should take her back to Milk Crate Guy. <laughs> she said, she spoke very highly of you too. She says you're a wonderful owner. <laughs> very gentle hands. Um, but I, the woman was like, oh, that's so nice to hear. And I was just looking at her going like, is she taking the piss out of me? Or she knows I'm taking the piss, so she's just playing along. I don't think she was. I think she... I don't know if she thinks Coco can talk or communicate with me about banana facials in some sort of way. So I, I have no idea now. I don't know whether I should take her back to Milk Crate Guy, I'll be honest. <laughs> Return to Milk Crate Guy. I'll be like, I'm checking her nips, and if they have looked like they've been milked, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to kick off. <laughs> <laughs> She's like making banana milkshakes with my dog now. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Did you ever buy yourself a beanie? An alien name to please the queen. There we go. Another episode of Regular Features in the bag. Um, and if you would like to continue to make sure that I'm able to give my dog facials, um, they cost £10. It's uh, not... Your money is not going to frivolous things. It's No, absolutely it not. keeps that little dog's face banana-y as fuck. If I lived, if I lived closer, I'd be undercutting the fuck out of that i'd be like yeah i'll do it four quid. Qu- i'll do it four quid i'd already said yeah before i found out it was a tenner and if i f- if i knew it was a tenner mm. i might have thought twice about it four yeah, quid though you can't four but quid once you've said yes you, you've got a little you've got coco's hopes up you can't think, just take it away from her i think four quid is four quid is suspiciously low byob <laughs> it's byob though got, bring your own banana right bring your own bananas okay <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Uh, a, I'm not an idiot. You know what I mean. You're not gonna get one over me. But if you would like to make sure that that could keep happening, and you'd like to support the podcast, you can go to Patreon.com/forward/slash/regularfeatures and give as little or as much as you want. But if you decide to give us a certain amount, you get a bunch of extras, like access to the Beehive, which is a Discord community full of some of the funniest podcast listeners. And readers in the world, I would say. And they're hot. Also, more importantly, get a B name. Where we will retire, terminate for good your human name and replace it with a B name. Lads, could you please give a B name to Connor Lineman? No, Connor Lineham. Connor Lynham, yes. He's a, <laughs> my buddy, my friend, my pal, Connor. Behind Hunnamy Lines. <laughs> Behind Hunnamy Lines. Very good. That's you- tortured, so tortured, I love it. I'm, yeah. I'm right, I love you, baby. Please give a B name to Ruth Braddleson. Braddle be the B that do me. <laughs> Brad'll be the be that I die. No, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> it's some keep going. We're gonna get there with that. Because Brad'll be the day that I die is great. It's good. I think that's good. <laughs> Brad'll be the day. Brad'll be the day that I die. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, You've got that's, it. That's that's the one. I love it. <laughs> Please give a B name to Fox Fairline. It's a fucking great name. I can't Isn't kill that it? name. <laughs> well, it's dead now. Fucking, I've just got the phrase bee orgy in my head. Does anyone else want to add words on the side? Of- I was going to say Honey Fox Beeline, because I don't really want to change the name too much, because it's a great name. Mm. Honey Fox Beeline. Colon, orgy of bees. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Honey Fox, Honey Beeline, Fox Beeline. Colon, orgy of bees. Perfect. Done. Please, <laughs> please give a bee name to Cassandra Todd. 
Steer clear of Bob Todd because that's obvious, and I <laughs> and it just it's got nothing to do with bees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just... More importantly, <laughs> kissing under the beehive. Ooh. And finally, lads, please give a bee name to Tobias Craig. The longest bee you ever did see. (laughs) Some good names there, boys. Some good names. We should all feel good about the shift that we put in on this Sunday afternoon. Absolutely. Uh, Bee name mine. (laughs) What a lovely little podcast that was. Very rare. um, Very rare. To uh, have a lovely podcast. No, yeah. very rare line, very rare lineup of la- of boys. This it's is true. actually it's true. Um, and like I said, if you want to join the Beehive, then you'll get access to behind the scenes images, like the one I'm about to take right now, um, and all different things. We've also continued doing our albums of jingles. Um, we've just released an album called Regular Features at the Movies brackets and a bit of telly, and it's all <laughs> the jingles that we ever did do where we took TV and movie themes and made them better. Uh, and also all the guests like Gordon Gecko and Gandalf. <laughs> all, um, and people have been really enjoying those because we've remastered them like, like we think we're George Lucas. And uh, But so, some of the recordings, like it is mad. It's like weirdly stepping back into a time machine because some of the recordings were recorded like the first year that we Yeah, and they're a lot longer than the jingles. Like a lot of them <laughs> go on for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So lots of stuff. You're getting like little peek behind the scenes, yeah, uh, which I think by definition cool. too much jingle, too much of a jingle. Yeah, <laughs> we didn't really know what we were doing at that time, and it was like, is this a jingle or is this an actual feature? But some of us were taking it quite seriously. Yes. By some of us, I mean me. <laughs> mm. I do you know? Old I know. Joy Matt. That's I, what we I've, you. 100%. I've generally got. I've generally got like podcast deafness sometimes when it comes to i can't tell the difference between our voices even though we all have such different voices so i don't like sometimes i'm like oh there's matt and then steve is like matt's not in that jingle mate ah uh, with the singing it's I, tough though yeah mm. i i had matt balance when matt was on an episode of beef and dairy network i did not recognize him at all on that and it's matt talking in matt's voice it's called acting <laughs> look it up yeah <laughs> <laughs> But that's yes, good, you can that's get, good. I'm happy about that. Log. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> you can get all that and more by going to patreon.com forward slash regular features, and we cannot thank you enough. But there we are, another podcast done in the bag. We'll see you next week. Regular features. Regular features. Regular features.